0: Verse one. Go ahead and take your chairs. Thank you, worship team. I know you practice that one. Your love, your love, chasing me down. You have Rome, uh, Hebrews, or other chapter six, verse one. Therefore, let us leave the elementary teachings about Christ and go on to maturity. Not laying again. Says, "Go on to maturity." Not laying again. Let's don't do it again. I thought we talked about this. I I thought you knew all about this already. I mean, I got to tell you again. Come on, let's move on. I I got to say again. Not laying again. The foundation of repentance. I mean, I got to tell you not to sin. I I thought we got past that already. Come on. I, I, I got to tell you to repent so that you don't go, so you don't die. And I, I, I got to talk about faith in God. Let's let's move on. You get the picture. Yeah. I don't want to have to talk to you about baptisms. Do I have to talk to you about baptisms? I'm saying, I'm, re, I'm reinterpreting it here. You get it? Or laying on the hands, the resurrection of the dead, eternal judgment. God permitting, we will do so. He said, God commit, uh, permitting, we will what? Not, will leave the elementary teachings. In other words, these things that so many people think, are like, wow, it's heavy. Repentance, ooh. Eternal life, wow. The writer of Hebrews calls that elementary school. Amen. And most Christians are stuck in elementary school. That's right, that's right. Father, I love you and I'm always careful to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. I ask that we would move forward. Get beyond that and move into the real meat of the matter, why you came to this earth. I ask that you bless the hearing In Jesus' name. Amen. Last week we went to Nikki Cruz's house. Some of the men and I and we trimmed and cut down we started we were gonna only cut one down cut trim one pine tree. It ended up like well, I don't know a lot, right? Uh, but I, I learned something. To do the best job, you need a team. You, can, you can't really do it. You can do it. You can get by one or two, but to do the right, you need a team. You actually need one man uh, to give to give the chainsaw to the guy who's climbing up to cut the branches. He, he had to hand it to him. You know, it was a teamwork. Yet another man who, who was devoted and had to remove all the debris because you had to get out of the way. So no one tripped trip and there would be a, a hazard. And then you, you, there was a guy that didn't seem real important. It almost looked like this guy wasn't doing much. You know, you know, the rest of them running around, chasing branches and weeds that were moving. But this one guy, he just seemed to be watching. But he did what was probably the most important job of the whole thing. He held the ladder. See, when you go on this ladder, there's a lot of things to turn about this ladder. First, you got to make sure everything's working right, because if I climb this ladder, it's got to it's hold me, right? And there's another thing, it says caution, if you weigh too much, get off. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a weight limit on this. Now, I'm trying to go a little higher, right? Only three. Only Now, if I start getting a little too high, whoa, now I'm getting nervous, it gets nervous because I ain't, good. What, what am I missing? What am I missing? Boy, boy. Somebody's not holding my ladder. See, the most important object here, if I want to touch, I want to try to touch that thing. Should I try it without anybody hitting the ladder? martinez is that safe? <laughs> no. Huh? See, it's not safe. Look, uh, and, uh, Renee want to run up here and hold my ladder. <laughs> But you get the drifts, right? It would not be wise for me to climb very high on this ladder because I, 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 more than likely the ladder would lose balance and I could fall and hurt myself, correct? Yeah. See, the steps, again, like I said, on this ladder have an allowance. There's a certain way. The height one goes is determined by the support So if I wanna go real high, I gotta have better support, right? See, one can attempt to go higher without support, but if any kind of turbulence, like wind, you've been outdoors, hits a ladder, you're up high, anything can knock it over. And that's when people climb a ladder, they get a little too high because they're on their own, and they fall, huh? Very dangerous. The more support you have, the more ladders you can use. So in other words, if I had a lot of support, like those ministries, people I prayed for, then I could put a ladder there, I could put a ladder there, I could put a ladder there, and I could climb up either one and go as high as I like. Why? Because I have people to support it, to hold it. You see the picture? See, climbing ladders, we can all agree, is potentially dangerous, According to the Consumer Product Safety Commission, about 250,000 Americans required medical treatment uh, with ladder-related injuries. That meant they fell, broken arm, broken leg. We probably know someone who's fallen off a ladder. Anybody know anybody? Who, I, know, I go, big dummy, what you doing on the ladder? You know, Did you have anybody with you? No, it wasn't that high. It wasn't that high until you fell. Come on, huh? A 16-year study published in the American Journal of Preventive Medicine found that 97% of ladder accidents happened at home. Not at work. See, at work, people tend to be a little more precautious or cautious. But at home, you know, we're just at home. But accidents happen. Now, an extension ladder... Is even a little bit more dangerous. We're just talking about the a-frame ladder, but when you do an extension ladder, then because you're trying to get real high high. So we have. a, have been on a 30-foot extension, and when you get on a 30-foot extension, then you're at the top. You're way up there, and you. And and, and when I get that high, I don't even want to look down, because then, then it reminds me how high I am. I don't even look down. I just, just get busy and don't look. Cause when I looked down, I said, well, "What am I doing up here?" Don't don't look again, because that's high, right? Believe me, if you fall. It will leave a mark. Yes, <laughs> Amen. See, the latter must have the right angle. For example, if it's a 16 16 feet tall ladder, it should be four feet away from the wall. There's a a formula. If it's 24 feet ladder and you gotta extend it, then divide 24 by four and you'll get how, kind of an angle or how far from the wall you should have it, et cetera, et cetera. So the higher you get, the better the angle you need, right? For safety. One thing is very clear when we're working on at Nikki's house, you cannot put the feet of a ladder on shaky ground. It has to be solid. Or if it can't be solid, it has to be made level. You just can't, you don't want to put a ladder crooked because if you get at to the top, you'll you'll fall crooked. It has to be levels. So if the, 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 the soil is muddy, icy, snow covered, it's very dangerous to put a ladder unless you secure it. Right? The feet have to be secure. And never misuse your ladder. Don't use it as a, as a hanger for unwanted material. Don't let it get, uh, trip you because it can encumber you. And you should never stand higher than the fourth rung, those little things across rung from the top, right? That's the safety. On an A-frame ladder, you should never stand on the top uh, And you know people do it. One time in, uh, Martin, Martin. We were doing a, 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 a job at the campus, and we actually nailed, I don't know what we were thinking, we screwed a ladder to a scaffold, remember that, Martin? Climbed with to the top, and and, Michael, and Martin go, I got to go to the top. And he stood on the top of it, and we're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that, Martin. But I won't tell if you don't. I'm telling now, right? <laughs> not supposed to do that. Always face the ladder when ascending and descending. Keep, you gotta look at the ladder, don't, don't go backwards. Always face it. And never carry your tools. I have a tool right here. Like, I need a drill. You never carry your tool while you're climbing the ladder. Never. But it's easier that way. It, but It's always easier to fall that way too. That's when you should have a tool kit or you hang it on your belt and you climb your ladder and you use both hands. You always have to have a good grip, right? And lastly, when you're on a ladder, you don't try to reach too far. Right, Jose? Jose, the painter, we, we painted, and he, I, he's been on high places, and, and you don't reach too far. You paint, and you, if you, where you can reach, you paint, and then you got to go down the ladder, right, Jose? Then you got to move it over, you go back up, and you paint. And it seems like a lot of work, and it is, but it's also a lot of work to, to learn how to walk if you break your leg. So you, you never reach too far to the right or to the left writer writes, therefore, let us leave elementary teachings about Christ and go into maturity. What am I saying? Well, the implication here is that there exists another level. After elementary teachings, there has to be another level. He said, therefore, let's move on. And unfortunately, most Christians never move on from the elementary teachings about Christ they're stuck there. They're there. Why? Because they're not prepared to move on. They can't go to another level. So what it means is they have to talk, they have to climb, not just talk. Right? It's like getting on the ladder. If I want to get to another level and touch that, I can't right now because I'm the only one here and I can only climb as high as safe. If I want to get higher, somebody has to hold my ladder. Right? Right? See, we've been talking about this concept with the leaders and different people who want to involve themselves more in the ministry for some time. And this was a question, and I asked them, I and I'm going to ask you the same question. Is anybody ready to go to the next level? Amen beyond the elementary teaching. And that doesn't minimize the elementary teaching. We have to learn them, but listen, once you learn them, do them and move on. That would be like taking first grade and loving it so much, you just stood there, <laughs> right? Would you do that? It would be like nonsense. Oh, I love ninth grade. I never want to go to sophomore, junior, because my ninth grade is all so good, I'm just going to stay there. But spiritually, Christians do that every day. Yes. Yes. So establishing a church is like climbing a ladder. The common phrase, again, people use is, let's go to the next level. I heard, I think Parish wrote up, uh, level up. Right? The next level implies we must climb. The church cannot go to the next level until people are ready to climb. So as a pastor, I'm climbing my ladder. But the height I climbed is determined by five factors. I talked about them earlier, though, my five A's. Evangelism, establishing, exalting, envisioning, and equipping. As a pastor, I want to climb this ladder. I want to climb. To, 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 in other words, to go to places, but I can't go. Why? Because I don't have anybody holding my ladder. So the church is trying to climb. But unless somebody comes up here and grabs the ladder, We'll be this size for the next 10 years. See, because I, I can't do it. People say, we want to grow we're go to the next level. Well, then it determines on who's willing to grab the ladder. So I need five people to hold my ladder as I climb. on. Again, the five E's. Five couples, if you will. And, and here's how, uh, and here's where we're at now. The people who re- represent the five E's, when I showed them, I brought them up here. That's where we're at now. But in like manner, those people need somebody to hold their ladder. And if we can't convince, because we can't really, if God doesn't touch you or rather this being be better, because this is really the, the problem, if you don't open your heart to God, then then the ladder remains without a person to hold it. That's what we have to do. That's where we're at right now. Right? See, and here's, I think this is what caused why people don't do it. Latter people have to be healed. And because we are the expert in dealing with people who are hurt, we are. Because we don't we don't just get normal Christians. Hello, somebody. If there is such a thing, I'm I'm using that as a cliche. But uh, we don't get normal sinners. Clean sinners. Hello, this is Victor Irish. Can I say that without getting anybody mad at me? We get some unique individuals that have been hurt by the world, have been hurt by their life, have been hurt by relationships, right? See, but latter people must have victory over the hurts. Now, Now, I got this bottle here. Come on is life. Life is like a drill. Look over right here. It just drives on you, right? Don't life just just come at you. And this is you. You were created like this. And so much water, and you had a capacity. And God created you with the capacity to be full. Right? Let me make sure this is close. Right? This is you. But you're going live. Maybe you do something that you shouldn't have done. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you have a little wound. It's still you. But if, as you stand here in life, your capacity or your ability to hold things, spiritual things, the water. The Bible says that Jesus is the water. And I would always wonder, why them. some people can hold that water and they understand the water, but others don't. Why? Because life got them and they have a slow leak. And every time we fill you up with Jesus, based on your heal, your, your wound, it just leaked a little bit. Not a lot, just enough, is it? So, no matter how much I feed you, Jesus, principles, your wound doesn't let you hold it. Well, most of us didn't just have one wound. How many wounds did we have? We had a couple wounds. Now we got two wounds. And no matter how much I fill you up with truth, with knowledge pray for you, I might fill you up. but because you're, now you have two wounds, you never go up to your capacity. you're right here. And I can't go past this no matter how hard I, how I try. See so I need ladder people, ladder people, not, not not free from wounds, but somehow they learn to. A, adapt to the wounds. But we'll fill in the world with people like this. There's only three wounds. How many wounds have, have we had, anybody, you know? Yeah. Three, four, five? Yeah. And and I, I, for the life of me, I'm preaching and I'm teaching you principles, I think that are good. I've studied them. Come on, I've been in school for so long, I don't even know how long, 12 years. You know, a double masters and, and an EDS. And I give you all these principles, and I fill you up, and I fill you up, and I fill you up, then I look at you and you gosh, you're still empty. What's a brother got to do, right? So latter people have to heal themselves. So if I got a little tape, I don't have a tape, and I tape that up, and I tape that up, and I tape these, guess what would happen? Everything I'm teaching you now would not leak out. Because no. invariably, I'm gonna teach you, I'm gonna talk about being a latter person, and most people that are still wounded, won't, be, won't want to be a ladder, people. They're just going to be. We're going to remain with their potential here, but their wound keeping them from spiritual truth. So the Hebrew writer says, "Come on, that's the problem. Shouldn't we move on beyond the elementary things?" And the people would say, "No, I can't, because they can't handle." anything more than the elementary truths, The elementary truths are the beginning. Right. Right. God wants to take us to another level. Amen. Amen. Does anybody want to go to another level? Yes. Huh? <laughs> See, ladder people must have their feet firmly on the ground. If they're gonna hold a the ladder, they have to be firm wrong. doesn't mean free from wounds. What well, it means, your wounds have been healed. In fact, I would say this. I maybe get ahead of myself. I don't care what your wound is. You need to embrace it. Come on, huh? yeah. Not hide it or run from it. Why? Because that, that wound was ordained of God. Everything comes to the hand of God comes to you. Why? Because it needed those wounds in you so that you would come to a point where you embrace them. And one once you embrace them, then you use that wound to heal others. Amen. Amen. Then you become solid. Yeah. Yes, now you're a ladder per- person. Why? Because you're solid. Uh, your wound, you 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 take what the devil meant for harm and you turn it around and make it for good. Because yes. yes. you're a latter person. Hmm? See so, a latter people must have their feet firmly on the ground. They cannot be anomalous. Otherwise, during times of trouble, they may leave you hanging at the top of your ladder. Well, I'd hate to be at the top of my ladder and then my ladder guy or gal go through a trial and they say, well, I ain't come to church no more and I'm on the top of the ladder. I said, oh man, I'm on the top, top of my ladder and my children's church teacher split on me. Gosh darn it. God, well, these people got a stick. I need people to stick around, man. We can't, we can't go to the next level. unless they stick. You see the picture? Yeah. yeah. Huh? Because the latter people must be good soil. You can't be muddy or icy or... Oh, oh, but it has to be good soil. And when we talk about good soil, it's very easy to say what's good and what's not good. Good soil produces fruit. Yes. yes. And see, if you're wounded, guess what? You can't produce fruit. Mm, or worse, better yet, I would say this We don't want you to produce fruit Because you'll produce wounded fruit yeah. You produce who you are yeah. So you, if you're a healed person Then you can produce a healed person Yes. If you're a wounded person, you'll just produce another Wounded person That's right Birds of a feather will flock together. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my you know, you get the you get the the women who hate men. They hang around. With oh, we hate men. We all hate men. Men are blah blah blah. Wounded people flock together, or vice versa. Yeah. But you'll get that. Wounded people. You have to have healed people. Yes. Amen. Yes. So men or women are not the problem. Sin's the problem. Well. we wrestle not against the flesh and blood. The devil's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be good soil. See, fruit producers have have the needed. Nutrients to produce fruit, right? Like compost. You know what compost is. See, compost is the decaying part of one's life, right? All that blank that you went through is compost. Can I say it like that yeah. without getting in trouble, not losing my holiness? <laughs> huh? I'm talking about the good, the bad, the ugly. That makes your compost. So you need that good, and you need that bad, and you need that ugly because that makes you healthy. There's no such thing as a perfect life, right? A, uh, uh, Mr. Rogers is only for TV. Father knows best, right? He was probably a drug addict on the scene. We don't know, but that, that, that's make-believe. Everybody has a problem. So if we embrace that problem, those are nutrients that make you stronger. Yeah. Is weaker? Yes. Uh-huh. Good soil turns the compost to vitamins. Compost turns everything you got into vitamins, right? And spiritual vitamins, you know what I call spiritual vitamins? I call spiritual uh, vitamins rebu- rebukes, reproofs, and reprimands. Hallelujah. Some of you need some reproofs, vitamin B12, a patada, right? Some of you rebukes, rep- those, these are spiritual vitamins. Because without that, what, you're going to just live on your life be a spoiled brat? Oh, I'm not going to church because the pastor rebuked me. He's probably lucky he left. Because if you can't take a rebuke, then you can't handle spiritual vitamins. You can't be good soil. Then I would be like the Hebrew writer. Come on, man. Let's move beyond the elementary things. We got to get past it. There's spiritual dynamics. There's, there's anointing. There's, a, there's authority. There's things that you can do in your life that you haven't touched. Why? Because you're still stuck on the elementary things. Are you with me? See, ladder people must be good soil. Good soil often starts with manure. (laughs) Manure is all the poop in the world, it's everywhere, amen? (laughs) Poop to grub. See, ladder people have to know how to use their tools. Never misuse your tools, right? Our tools be charged. We have values. The five E's. Never uh, 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 underestimate the values of our five E's. No. Only go as high as the five E's let you go. And really, I can't go any higher until all the five E's are up and running. So, if we're going to grow, the strategy is the five E's. Leaders that'll say, I'll take that E. I'll take that E. I'll take that E. I'll take that And I'll be responsible to make it grow. Hmm? Now I have people holding my ladder. Amen? Because yeah. listen, it is difficult. It hurts. It, it is not easy for me to leave the church and go to Asia. Because every time I do it, because we are, we are minimized or hurt by our ladder, our support system, the church suffers. Right? Yeah. But I'm not going to let that happen because I understand. I know what God has called me to do. I have to be able to do this. Yes, yes. Hmm? So I am believing that I'm, as I do this by faith, because I'm going to continue to do this, that people are going to rise up and grab a ladder. Yeah. That's right. Hello, someone. Oh. Hmm. So you must always face your ministry and people. Never turn your back on the ladder. Face it. Uh, Always have your hands there. free. do don't grab your tools. Have your hands ready to reach out to the left and to the right. The Bible says be ready in and out of season. And don't reach too far to the left and too far to the right. Why? The implication is you have to be a balanced person. Too many people try to fake the funk and be a Christian. They're unbalanced and they want to come up the ranks without understanding who they are. They bring all their baggage with them, and they don't want to admit that they have baggage when they get hurt. See, really? And the ones? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snitch right now. Don't get mad at me. It tends to be the ones that get hurt the easiest by the littlest things, phrases or innuendo, or, or whatever. The ones that get hurt the easiest have the most wounds. And it stands to reason, if you've been, if you've ever had any, have a bruise, right? you ever get a bruise? So you get a bruise, and you look, after a while it goes away, but, and you really can't see the injury, but if you touch that spot where, where you got a bruise, what would happen? You go, ow, ow, right, so, and that's what happens, you have so many injured people, Right? And I'll speak a message like this, or another message, or some leader will do something because of your injuries, without even knowing it. I hit your bruise. I hit your injury. And then I'll ask you, go, oh, you go, man, why did the pastor do that? He don't like me or, or, or whatever. You, you, you see the picture? And that's the reality of it. So so, so I have to encourage you. You need to be healed. Amen. I can't heal you. Amen. But I know someone who can. Amen. Right? Amen. Jesus is a great healer. Yes. And, and so, okay, go ahead and give Lord a hand of praise. <laughs> so if you're going to reach out to the left, it, it really depend on what you touch. And that's the problem. People are not touching their healing. They're touching the wrong things, so they remain hurt, right? Some people touch sin. Hello. So you have to be careful what you touch. Don't touch sin, the sin of disobedience. And it goes from the beginning. Remember, God told Adam and Eve, he said, you can eat from all the trees. But don't touch this one. He, he didn't say. He didn't say. He, he said, "Don't touch it." Right? The word implies an, uh, 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 an intimate posture, not just like a, a touch. No, he said, a "Real intimate." Don't get in deep into this fruit. Don't do it. It's more than just a touch with the fingers. It's actually more like an extracting contact. Right? It's like if you have a honey bunny, if you're married, right? There's, there's, there's a caress, you know, not want to caress? No, there's, a, there's been a caress, and like I need a hug, and some men who have no uh, sense of intimacy, because men have to learn that after a while, it takes them a little longer. They do kind of brain damage in that area, but we'll get better. A woman wants a, a hug, and we, we sort of like hug them. that it? That's it? That's not a hug, you know, you, you, you grab the broom more than you grab me, I mean, what kind of hug, when we're talking about a touch, you, you know, we're talking about a caress, now when you get a caress, you know what I mean, come with me to the casbah, and we'll make beautiful music together, you know what I'm talking about, that's a caress, you're touching, there's an attraction from them, then the woman goes, oh. right, a touch, uh, God knew if they touched that fruit, something spiritual would happen that they would not be able to handle. Huh? With that touch, a spirit transferred to them. That individual spirit. That I don't need God's spirit. That I'm in control spirit. That I now can see and make my own choices spirit. Yeah. See, what did Eve do when she decided to touch a tree? She touched a sin. Uh, latter people always fight off sin you got to find out that sick. Because notice the progression. It says in Genesis 3, 6. When the woman saw the fruit of the tree, it was good for food and pleasing to eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom. She saw it. Huh? After she saw it. Wisdom. That's why the woman got that need for detail. I need to know everything. Oh, tell me what happened well, they, Like me and my wife say, What happened I go oh no We talked for five minutes He goes Is that it I go Well We talked He goes But I need detail You know right Ladies You got like They need detail And they like, you want to know everything And and men are like No uh, oh, Help me Lord Because we, we don't We don't get into detail That's where it started She saw that it was desirable For gaining wisdom So she took it And ate it so she saw it, then she took it, <laughs> I ate it. Right? In other words, she consumed it. In essence, she made what she was learning a part of who she was, and a part of who she was began to separate her from God. See, John, the, uh, the Baptist, said that I must decrease that he may increase. Yeah. This is the opposite. I must increase. The result is so he will decrease. Hello, somebody. She saw it. She took it. She ate it. Then she gave it to her stupid husband. Men are kind of dumb. You know, men, men are, ladies, you got it right. Men are dumb. He says, yeah, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, I know God told me not to do it. I know we were supposed, we had a call of God, but just give it to me, girl. <laughs> hmm? And he, he went wrong. Latter people don't associate with sin. First Corinthians fifteen thirty three reads, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought. Stop sinning. Yes. Huh? I'm reminded of a man who, who was speaking to God. He gets me, he, gets, he says, Well, so far today, God, I've done all right. The guy goes, I haven't gossiped, I haven't lost my temper, haven't got greedy, grumpy, haven't been nasty, selfish, or overindulgent. I'm really glad about that, God. But in a few minutes, I'm going to get out of bed, and then I'm going to probably need your help. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, someone. Amen. Be careful what you touch. Uh, Don't touch anything that's unclean. Bible says, don't be on an evening yoke with unbelievers. For what does righteousness have in common with wickedness? Do not, what fellowship has light and darkness? What harmony is between Christ and the world? Oh, we don't have anything in common, the believer, the Christian with the unbeliever. Be careful what you touch. What agreement with God and idols. Because uh, we are the temple of the living God. did not the Bible say that? Uh, God said, I will live with them and walk among them and I will be their God and they will be my people. Oh, okay. Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing. See anything not submitted to God is unclean. So we have to be careful not to touch the, the world. The world will pull you down, right? Colossians 2.20 reads, Since you died with Christ in the basic principle of this world, why, as though you still belong to it, do you submit to its rules? Do not handle it, do not taste it, do not touch it. Notice what he says, the very thing that Eve was guilty of. He says, don't handle it, don't don't taste it, yum, 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 and don't touch it. See, if we fail to truly die with Christ, the principle of this world will control and dominate our thoughts. Are you moved by the world and what it has to offer? Are you moved by God? So you have to ask yourself every day, I do. What can I handle? Uh, What can I taste? What can I touch? Don't just be flippant and walk to things and think whatever you do is not going to affect you. Listen, whatever you touch, whatever you handle, whatever you taste is going to affect you. You will have wounds. And then go back to the bottle. You're going to have wounds, right? And you already come in with wounds, right? You're all wounded. You can't be filled. Nonetheless, even though you're still wounded, you go out and touch the things that can't heal you. They keep you wounded. So until you remove those unclean things, the world uh, sin, until you remove them, those holes in your life will never be healed. Come on. Come on. And then you say, "Why can't I get the victory?" Because you keep bringing the stuff to you. You have to be healed. Yeah. See so the only way you're going to get healed, if you want to be a latter person, is you have to touch Jesus.. Mm-hmm. Let me say it again in case you don't believe me. If you want to be healed, you have to touch Jesus. Nothing else. Throughout Scripture, we, we, we read about people who said, "If I could just touch Jesus, right?" The, the woman of the issue of blood, who had been spent all her fortune on doctors and people trying to heal her, and she could never be healed. She came to the end of herself, trying it her own way, and she said, "If I could only touch His cloak, I will be healed." But you see, the that we give her credit, kind of. I'm saying, what took the old lady so long? Yeah. What are you waiting for? You're going to try everything else? You have a bad relationship. Instead of going after God, you go to the next bad relationship. And you have a guy who's abusive. And what do you do? You get another abusive guy. You have a wound that loves to be abused. You need to heal that wound. Yes. See, because if, if you're not healed, I can't fill you up. And if you didn't get filled up, I can't use you to hold the ladder. Yes. Why? Because you'll meet another man who's attracted to you or you're attracted to them, and he'll beat the tar out of you and you like it. Because yes. I see him all the time. Yes. Am I lying? Am I lying? You know, and you and you go. What are you doing? Whoa! Well, but he'll change. No, he will. What? He'll go from a left hook to a right hook. He is not going to change. The guy's no good. Right. Well, because the wound, you're stuck in your wound, yes. and you need a, you need a touch from God to heal you, yes. so that you could be effective. Yes. Yes. Hmm? People were bringing little children to Jesus to have him touch them so they would be healed. Latter people understand that Jesus' hands are the power source. That's where it all stands. His hands healed then, they healed today. One touch from the master will change your life. Not one touch from Pastor Owls preaching. No, I might help you along the way, but that ain't going to change your life. Not graduating for the men's home or the women's home. that ain't going to change your life. Oh, no, no. That, that, that helps you. But what's going to change your life is somewhere along the line, you got a hold of God or better yet, God got a hold of you. Yeah. <laughs> the problem, I've said earlier, with some Christians today, is they've never felt the touch of the master. They felt the touch of a good church. They felt the touch of, of caring people. They felt the ch- touch of a good worship song. They felt the touch uh, of being helped and given a hand. And those are good things that we have to continue doing. But my friend, unless you're touched by Jesus, you won't be healed. You have to be touched by the Lord. They came to Bethlehem. And some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus for one thing. Jesus, if you touch him, he'll be able to see. Touch him. Mm? Those people. Not at, I'll call Sam and Anthony. You come up here. They're in the band. They got to be up here anyway. So, See, a lot of people long for a touch of Jesus. They cry out to the Master, Lord, all, Lord of all, touch me, right? God, I declare to you, I know Jesus. Do you know Jesus? No, no. See, 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 see. I know Jesus. See, I wasn't there when He made the world, but I know Jesus. Amen. I, I, I can only a picture, and, uh, in my mind. it was when he separated the Red Sea. I wasn't there, but I know Jesus. Uh, I wasn't there when he he spoke to Lazarus and said, Lazarus, come forth. I wasn't there, but I know Jesus. I wasn't there when he went to hell and took the keys from Satan, maybe slapped him a few times, I wish he did, and then took the keys from Satan of death. I wasn't there. But I know Jesus. See, I can't let you know something on my way to heaven. That you can be a power person. But your power doesn't begin at home. It begins when you find somebody's ladder to hold. Come on, come on. Because you're going to have to hold somebody's ladder yes. if you want to grow. Yes. See, I couldn't go very far high, but I got a knee here and a an knee there, and I'm going to trust them that they're going to hold my ladder because this thing my fall. I got both hands on balance. I'm going as high as I like. You know, I feel pretty comfortable. You know why? Because I got somebody holding my ladder. Now, in the same respect, Pastor Sam's over life groups, he can't go very high. You know why? Because he's got to run all by himself. He wants he wants twenty light groups. He can barely handle four, you know why? Because nobody holding his ladder. Pastor Anthony's taking over exaltation. And he wants he wants to have the best sound group. He wants the foyer to have banners. I mean beautiful. He wants it beautiful. We talked. He wants ushers to be at the car when you come in to say, open the door for you, welcome you from the into the car. Say, welcome to Victory Outreach. I'm glad you made it. Mm-hmm. Did you need anything? I can, I can direct you to the children's church because, you know, we have a great children's church director and his wife. They're on, they've been running the ministry. And they want to serve your children. But, see, we can't do that yet. Because we have a lot of hurt people. And I understand the hurt. I came in hurt. Listen, oh. I've seen things that by all rights, I don't even know how I got my mind in order. I took more drugs before high school than most people take in a lifetime. I don't know how my mind is sane. I flipped out several times came back and didn't know how I got where I was at. My mother practiced witchcraft all my life and all I knew was demonic activity. I was kind of messed up, but Jesus touched me, and better yet, I reached out to him and I said, I'm not letting go. I am not letting go until you heal me. I am not going to let go. And he healed me. And I was healed instantly. The day I came in, I stopped getting loaded. I stopped drinking. I stopped fornicating. I stopped everything, you name it. It was July 21st, 1985. I was delivered. And when I got up and I looked, I said, what the heck is happening to me? All I knew is I have to do something. And immediately, God said, go grab a ladder. I go, where's it at? Pastor Steve would call things out. I go, go we need a re reenter home. There's a ladder. I'll do it. Why? Well, because I, I, I did it, not because nobody made me, because I was healed. And I didn't have those things in my way. I'll do it. I need somebody to, 1st I started start with the youth. Remember we had the youth from hell. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but they were bad. Enough. And we had them, and we did that. I'll do it, and then, then it went from there to the life groups, right? No, no, it was the, the, the discipleship. I'll, I'll grab that ladder. I like got, matter of fact, we have somebody else to take the youth from us, so I can go to the ladder, that ladder. Okay, that went on. And he goes, oh, we need, we need somebody else to do the, the life groups. Can you handle that? I'll do that. Matter of fact, I, can, I have these guys in my discipleship. They can help me with the life groups. We'll take that ladder. And I took that. We grew the life groups from 3 to 30. I'll take that ladder. We grew it. Well, we need somebody to oversee the rehabs. Well, I got a team that are doing the life groups. They don't really need me no more. I'll, I'll do the rehabs. I'll take that ladder. Why? Because I knew Jesus. I know Jesus. A lot of people say they know Jesus, but they're, but they're not grabbing a ladder. I'm gonna say this, Jesus would not let you not grab a ladder if you knew him. I want every head bowed and every eye closed. Everybody's bowed, eye closed. This altar call is for those people. Maybe you have hurts. And you want to grab a ladder. Right now you want to. But you have hurts that you need to be healed. And that's where we have to start. If you're going to go beyond the elementary things, it can't start unless you're healed. So, the first altar calls for those people who so said, I need a healing, an emotional healing, a mental healing. Something's messing with you that always creeps up in your mind and it causes you to not want to grab a ladder. If that's you, I want you to quickly come up here. I want to pray for you.